Welcome back to a Kenny Gibbs podcast show. It's a show we talk about music, sex, sports, and everything in between. Uh, we back with another episode. And I'm um, speaking to DJ alongside with my co-host, E. What's up, everybody? All right. And as always, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iTunes Desktop. Um... We're back with another episode, and um, got my homeboy coming back, Tavares Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. And um, the first time you came on, you know, you had two uh, mixtapes out. It was on Manifest Destiny and Lamborghini Dreams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this time around, bro, you got, you got like two more instrumentals out. So you had uh, Southern Playalistic and still stuck in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, um, I think I think I got five. I think I got five out now, man. Not if I ain't, if I ain't mistaken. Oh, you got five? Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, Manifest Destiny, Lamborghini Dreams, uh, stuck in the nineties one and two. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, damn, what's the other one? And Southern Playalistic. Yeah, so I got five. Okay. All right. The boy been working. You been working? Hey, trying, <laughs> trying to, man. Okay. Well, um, they from Harnett County. I know um first time I said you from Fairville, but you're right outside yeah, the city, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm right, I'm right down the road from the Ville, yeah. Okay. Well, let me uh, introduce my partner, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Tavares Jordan, a.k.a. Stefan. <laughs> That's what they say, man. That's what they say. I'd take, I'd take that over Urkel any day, though. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yes, sir. Glad to have you back on the, on the show, bro, because we really fuck with you, dog. So. Hey, man. Likewise, bro. What's going on with y'all fellas, though, man? How y'all living? Oh, we, uh, we've been good, man. We've been, we've been working. You know what I'm saying? But we can't call it, dog. No, you know how I already know, bro. I already know. Same here, man. Staying out the way, bro. Working, trying to make this shit happen, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, hey, look. Shit. Yeah, the thing I like about you, bro, you so fucking humble, bro. You just you just chill with it, so. But let, hey, let man, me go ahead and let you, in, in, the hum, in the most humblest way possible, let me go ahead and let you talk your shit. Let the people man. know, let the people know what you got going on. Man, well, shit, man, the, the latest and greatest, you know what I'm saying? Got that E30 album out, my dog Les, you know what I'm saying? My, my dog out there from straight out of Houston, Texas, you know what I mean? Produced that whole thing, top to bottom. We got Larry on there. We got Freddie Gibbs on there. We got Stally on there. We got Spitter on there. Can't forget that. You know what I'm saying? You know, a couple other cats, but yeah, you know, we also did an EP. Uh, like a month before the album dropped, called Less Is More. I produced that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Man, working, man. Shit, I uh plugged in with Polyester the Saint. You know what I'm saying? Me and him got some stuff in the works for this year. Uh, man, working on another instrumental album. I don't really have a title yet, but I'm uh I'm getting that together. So yeah, bro, I've been working, man. Okay, working. Hey. hey. Like behind the scenes, we we be hitting, we be hitting each other up. So I, I I already know what you got going on. I just had to let the people mm-hmm. 
understand. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, gotta gotta talk my shit sometimes, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I gotta let them know whenever whenever I get the platform. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, man, I be out the way, man. Exactly, man. This what this what we do, man. This, this platform is like, um, cause me and Eric we be watching, bro. So this is what this platform for to, to get to shine a light on the people we fuck with. Because you know what I'm saying. We got we we basically what we think like we we really fuck with you, man. Like we, we like what you got going on. So man, I appreciate it, bro. For real, man. Uh. Been grinding a long ass time, but <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute, you know what I'm saying? That was some real shit. This whole yeah, you know, I appreciate y'all, man, for real. You know what they say, man? Patience is a virtue, so big oh, nah, that's right. Big things will come for you in the future, dog. For so, man, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate y'all just supporting me, man, from day one, you know what I mean? Because Shit, bro, I'm doing I'm doing this shit for for the for the whole Carolina, you know what I'm saying? So that's too good. Bro. I appreciate y'all for real. All right, bro. So like how's life been since the last appearance on the show, bro? Like man. man. You know, you know, on, on some real shit, bro, about the same. You know what I mean? Like I said, bro, I'll be I'll be real low key, bro, out the way, bro. I don't be doing too much, man. But uh yeah, since we talked last. Like I said, man, me and Les, we done, we done locked in heavy, bro. Like, that's my nigga, man. It's crazy, like, to go from listening to that nigga in my dorm 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying, to now we be on the phone texting or, you know what I mean, he might call me, nigga, just be talking shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to, you know, just to go from that to this, you know what I mean? And, uh. shit, Larry Jones, man, I'm plugged in with him, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I seen you at the concert, but. You know, me and him, we really were locked in that night, you know what I'm saying? Really just chopping it up and shit, trying to figure out how I can get in the mix, you know what I'm saying, as far as working with him. So, yeah, I just been trying to connect the dots, bro. Um, like I mentioned earlier, polyester the saint, man, it's crazy. Nigga, I remember working and shit a few years back, man, fucking driving the vending truck, listening to that nigga mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy to go from that to... You know what I'm saying? Now he be hitting me every now and then. Like, yo, bro, hey, man, we, we, we got to join or uh, shit. Just the other day, he told me, he was like, bro, next project, you definitely got the intro. I'm like, oh, man. So, like I said, bro, I've just been trying to connect the dots, man. Trying to trying to network, bro. Get my face out there. Get my name out there. So, I've, I've, been, uh, I've, been, I've been doing that a lot, man, since the last time we talked. Yeah, bro. Like, hey, every now and then, I, I tap in with you, you know what I'm saying, to see what you're doing. And like, hey, shit. In my opinion, bro, you 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 step you stepping it up the ladder, like you letting niggas know Carolina got something to say, dog. Nah, for sure, for sure, man. And, and it's like I'm, I kind of I kind of feel like I'm I'm one of the people that's uh showing a different side musically, you know what I'm saying? Cause like we bro, we a big ass melting pot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or just specifically talking about North Carolina, like we a big ass melting pot, bro. You gotta think like. As far as on the R&B hip-hop side, like, one of the first R&B acts to come out with Jodeci, you know what I'm saying? You know, them niggas changed. They didn't just change R&B, they changed music, you know what I'm saying? So, we got niggas like that from out here. Then, you know, fast forward another 10 years later, you know, we had the Petey Pablo situation, which you know, a lot of niggas, they may clown them or whatever, but you got to think, when we was seven, eight, nine years old, nigga, we loved that song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's just crazy how the hook 
had North Carolina in it. So he, you know what I'm saying? I mean, bro, I can go anywhere. That's one of the first things they're gonna say to try to make small conversation and shit. Bring up Pete Pablo. So we gotta we gotta give him credit for, you know what I'm saying, really putting us on on a on the map as far as on some rap shit in the early two thousand. Yeah. And uh then you know we had cats like Lil Brother, Knife Wonder and them. That's a whole nother scene as far as music, you know what I mean? Just having that that soul and that boom bap in their shit, not trying to be on no New York shit, but you know, really letting niggas know like we got lyrics too, you know what I'm saying? We got gritty beats too, you know what I mean? And fast forward another 10, you know, you got J. Cole coming through, which is kind of like, man, he 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 to me he was kind of like the 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 perfect situation as far as us musically on a on a contemporary level, you know what I mean? Cause I mean a nigga can rap his ass off, you know what I'm saying? He was making his own beats, you know what I mean? And you can hear the the up north influence, but you can also hear the down south influence too, because he was using a lot of 808s and shit whenever he was, you know, making them beats with the samples in it. You know what I mean? So uh then you know and then fast forward to now, you know what I'm saying, with you know Lil Baby and Tusi and all that shit. So it's like bro, we like like I was saying, we a big ass nothing pop, bro. But for me, I think I come in on some shit like oh, okay, nah, them niggas really smooth out there though. Like them boys really got them jams you can throw on when you with your lady riding on the highway and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Kind of trying to trying to bring that 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 smooth player sound back, you know what I mean? So uh, so yeah, bro. I I really feel like I'm I'm one of the ones at the forefront of that, you know what I mean? If not the only one for real. So yeah. Okay, bro. So Cardo and Pierre Bourne, they're producing like they're right to their own songs. Like, would you like would you would you ever do that, or would you just write for other uh, artists? If we, if we can. It's, it's funny you bring that up because just like a lot of producers, like I got a background in actually being an artist too. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to rap and shit. You know what I mean? Like I started rapping when I was like six years old, bro. On, on some real shit. I was like six. But by the time I hit maybe like 11, like sixth grade, that's when I got like real serious with it. I was writing every day writing in class and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm one of the one of the black kids that's cool as hell, but smart as hell too. So I'm like doing my work and shit. And when I get done my work, I'm writing rhymes. Man, teacher then came through them took my composition book, bro. Seen what I was writing, nigga alerted my mom immediately. Like <laughs> I'd have been through shit like <laughs> I'd have been through shit like that on on the rap side. You know what I'm saying? Like as a youngin was. Man, I prefer uh me and my cousin, me and my cousin was in a group. Me, my cousin, and his best friend, you know what I'm saying? We was in a group and shit, man. We released a mixtape back in, like, 06. I was, like, 14. Yeah, I was, like, 14, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I wish I had a copy of that shit, man, so I could let you let you hear that, uh, let you hear them, hear them bars I had, man, when I was 14. That shit too funny, but but to answer your question, though, bro, yeah, like, I definitely would, you know what I'm saying? Just because, like, I, I, got a, I got a background in being an artist, but I think as far as, like, now, if I was to jump into it, I think I would first start off writing hooks you know what i'm saying yeah um because you know i mean selling beats you know that that's definitely cool but like niggas really be getting that bad when they be selling whole songs you know what i'm saying meaning the beat and the hook at the minimum you know what i'm saying yeah you know because a lot of times like writers that pitch songs and shit like they already got the beat and uh and they already got the hook recorded and shit so you know what i mean let's say if i got a beat and a hook right now I record the hook and I play the song for Chris Brown. I'm playing for Rihanna or something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't just selling the beat. I'm selling the whole song. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah. I, I I definitely want to get into that, man. I, I ain't really – I haven't really thought about it on a serious note yet, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like eventually, bro, yeah, I'm going to definitely – I'm going to definitely get back behind the mic. Okay, shit. That's – all right. Yeah, you already know, hey. Send him my way, bro. Hey, man, I got you, bro. I got you. All right, man. May I ask you something, T? Yes, sir. All right, so top three most talented artists you've been in the studio with so far. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, man, first, first and foremost, I'll probably have to say my man Amal Latif. Uh, that's one of my niggas that uh, that I came up with on the music side. He from, he actually from Fayetteville, you know what I'm saying? He went to West Coast. But uh, we started working with each other maybe like 2010, like as soon as we was about to graduate high school and shit. So, uh, man, super talented dude, bro, as far as like lyricism and, you know, just being a, a student of the game as far as like actually being an MC. And niggas, and he incredible, bro. Uh, him, man, who else? And it's crazy, bro, because like a lot of artists that I work with, like now, I ain't really been in the studio with them or being in the studio with nobody, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but a mob for sure, bro. Um, man, there's another cat from the Ville named William Prize, man. He's tough, bro. I've actually been in the lab with him, seeing seen him get down. And we had like a four-hour session one day. He knocked out like five songs. I was like, okay. Dang, dang. Uh, yeah, 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 crazy. You know what I'm saying? Knocked him out. You know, and of course, that wasn't like mixing and post-production, but like the actual foundation of songs and shit, man, was knocking them out, bro. Four hours. Like, I done been in the studio with niggas that take them – Oh, I want to do a song and a half, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Ahmad, William Prize, man, bro, honestly, that's probably it, bro. Because everybody else that I've actually like worked with, we ain't really been in the same studio, you know what I'm saying? So, okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good that you, it's good that you, um, you know, you, you letting the people know you shouting out these artists that's, that, that ain't really, you know, out there like that. Yeah, yep. Amal, Amal Latif and William Prize, both of them from Fayetteville, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cold niggas on the mic, bro, for real. But yeah, shout out to them. So, I, I remember the last time on the show, you said, like, uh, then that less is more when it comes to, like, beat making. So... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so how, how long do it take you to even come up with a beat? Because something that, something that Smooth sounding, bro. That it sounds like it takes like some time, or just like you already know where to where to hit it at. Oh yeah, for sure. Me and my homie, we was just talking about this shit the other day, man. We're like, bro, it took me a minute. Like, I I can have like the actual idea. I mean, for one, all right. Let's say we talking about a sample. I already got the idea in my head once I hear the sample and hear which part I want to start chopping up and rearranging and shit. Like the idea already in my head. But as far as like getting like the main foundation of it. That may take me like 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, everything else after that is just editing and figuring out what extra shit I want to throw in there. But on a subtle tip, though, because like I said, less is more. I don't really be doing a lot. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's kind of like I'm real selective, bro. So that that take more time than anyway thing, like actually trying to figure out which specific clap I want to use or with specific hi-hats and, like, all that. I don't just be throwing shit together. Like, all that shit be calculated. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but start to finish, bro, it, it'll take me, like, an hour to two hours, bro, on a beat. Damn. Okay. 
ain't bad. Shit. Most producers, they, they need longer than that. They need about what, a whole day, day or two. Nah, for real. And, and you know what's crazy? It'd be, it be like that sometimes where I may have the main idea, but it's just something, it's something that I can't put my finger on, finger on that I'm missing. So it's like, shit, I'll just come back to that bitch tomorrow or I'll wait a couple of days and have a, a a set of fresh ears and, you know, after not hearing it for a day or two, I might hear exactly what it is I was missing whenever I was kind of just so caught up in it while I was actually making it, you know what I'm saying? Then you got niggas that can make a beat in 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, it just it just varies, bro. And, you know, and I don't be knocking nobody, you know, whether it takes you 10 minutes or 10 days, like, Regardless, it's about the quality and how that shit sounded. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. One thing you do do that I noticed though, you be digging in the crates. You know what I'm saying? You be pulling at that old school, that 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 sweet sound, that, mm-hmm. that old old school shit. Not, not most producers do that now. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it, man. I mean, it just it just in me. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, it could be something as simple as just thinking about, like, damn, like, I remember my mom used to bump that Donnell Jones album back in the day when I was, like, seven years old. Let me go listen to that album again. You know what I mean? Something like that. It's kind of like, you know, uh, past experiences with a, with a lot of samples I'd be using. And of course, you know, there's definitely samples way older than me, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, for the samples that are, like, easy, recon- recognizable or shit that we grew up on, you know what I mean? It's because I was, you know, more than likely thinking about when I was listening to that song when I was in elementary school, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I and I, I, I love R&B records, bro. Like, a lot of times, like, my samples be old R&B records and, like, old smooth jazz records, man. Um, yeah. That just, it kind of, it kind it add that flavor or, or it add that nostalgic feeling. feeling and, and it just, it, it, it make my shit come out smooth, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, just being real smooth with my shit on some, like, player shit on some shit. Like, okay, like, I can bump this, get fresh, got my girl with me or whatever. Or whatever you're doing, smoking, vibing, like, all that shit, bro. It's like, if I'm yeah. sampling, it, it come from the samples that I'm using, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, and even if I'm not sampling, all my shit, like, as far as I, whenever I start a beat, if I'm not sampling anything, bro, I always start with a, a simple chord progression, you know? Um, you know, whether it's like a, just a simple two chord progression or, you know, three to four chord progressions. Like I, I always start with a chord progression. A lot of my chord progressions be smooth because I grew up in the church. You know what I'm saying? I grew up playing the drums in the church and my grandma played the piano. She a minister of music. So that whole gospel feeling was, was in me from the jump, even before I was making beats. So, you know, I guess subconsciously while I'm making beats, my shit come out real smooth or kind of got like a gospel R&B feel, you know what I'm saying? Because gospel and R&B, as far as music, it's damn near one and the same. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, hey, look, I know I know you got a fan, bro. My dad, it was one day, he, he came down to visit me and shit, so I'm in the car just playing your music. And I see him, like, bopping his head, and he like, Oh, this is such and such, such. He said, Oh, who sampled this? I was like, That's my <laughs> that's my boy Tavares. He said, Yo. He said, Tell he said, Tell 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 your friend, man. He uh he know what he's doing. That's hard, bro. I appreciate it, man. You know, I, and and you know what? I I compliments like that, they kind of mean more to me, you know what I'm saying? Not really trying to place value on compliments, but like 
when somebody of an older generation or somebody like around my mom's age or my uncle's yeah. age, like whenever they be like, oh, no, nah, you got some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Because, like, they came up when music was, like, it was different, bro. Like, as far as on a, a, a technical standpoint, like, niggas was still playing the keys, still playing the drums, still playing the bass. You know what I mean? That ain't really the case these days. You know what I mean? So, they, like, their their ear is trained to a different type of music. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, those compliments be be meaning the world, bro. Whenever, whenever the, the 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 old heads fuck with you, man, that's hard, man. Tell them I appreciate it, bro, for real. Man, hey, look, I, I remember too. It was at GS four hundred. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, and see that's what I'm saying. That Donnell Jones, like that, where I want to be album, bro. That shit is legendary in the black community, bro. Like, it's. I mean, like I said, like my my mom was bumping that shit back in the day. Like I remember coming home from second grade. She uh she in the crib cleaning the crib, bro, uh jamming that that where I wanna be album, like top to bottom. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh I can I could only imagine how it affected like our parents and like our older cousins and older uncles and aunties and shit whenever it dropped. I think it dropped like ninety nine, you know what I mean? I was seven. So imagine being twenty, twenty five, thirty, you know what I mean? Like you really out there experiencing shit that, that that's going on on that album, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. Yep. Man, but yeah, I, I made sure I made sure I, I made sure to tell him like you said appreciate it because you know shout out to Pops like Pops Gate. I know the first tape I listened to he gave he let me listen to uh, it was an Outcast. I forgot which CD it was. He let me listen to that. I was real young. I didn't know who the fuck Outcast was, I, but. It was Outcast and uh, No Limit. First two mm. tapes you let me listen to when I was young. And ever since then, bro, I just man. Hey, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard though. Hey, that's a that's a hell of an introduction. Cause as far as me, as far as whenever I like consciously started finding my way, as far as like the music I liked when I was young, like I was a Cash Money fanatic, bro. Like honestly, <laughs> I was a I was a I was an honorary member of the Hot Boys as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Like from rocking white tees early, Reeboks, Jabos, like all that shit, bro. And and not only that, like even on a musical standpoint, like Manny Fresh, one of my favorite producers, you know what I'm saying? Like ever. Like that's that he part of my top five. So I was and like I said, like I grew up playing the drums and shit. So it'd it be kind of different for me, like looking back in hindsight on how I came up musically, bro. Like a lot of niggas start rapping when they was, you know, 13, 14 or whatever. And and but but you know as far as the black community like music is that's a part of every household every family saying some form of fashion whether you just listening to it or whatever but like I said it was kind of different for me like growing up playing the drums and shit and just coming from a musical family so even as a youngin I'm processing the music different you know what I mean yeah. but uh yeah bro cash money bro that was like my my introduction to rap on a conscious level you know what I mean because of course you know I was hearing whatever my mom was playing or whatever my cousins was playing whenever I was little but. I like I vividly remember being seven, eight years old, my nigga, listening to the Guerrilla Warfare album, trying to write down the lyrics or or remember the lyrics and shit. Like it's it's really crazy. Like whenever I whenever I like just go down memory lane thinking about thinking about this shit, because it's like, bro, like I I really came up different musically, bro. Like that shit, yeah, like it's really in me. Like I was just thinking, every seven, eight year old they ain't doing that shit. You know what I mean? Trying to remember a, a a Hot Boy song word for word, and we ain't talking about 
bling bling and I need a hot girl shit that you know we seeing on the radio seeing on BET or listening to on the radio like I'm trying to learn the whole album you know what I'm saying so yeah okay so cash money was your, was your introduction hey, who was your introduction though uh so could you just say you just I mean it? I really was like an outcast like I couldn't my introduction was like really outcast okay because I like the I like the the sounds I like the beat selection I like the yeah. The uh, the lyrics, like I was more outcast. I I couldn't get like okay. ne- no limit like that. So yeah. See, I was, see, I'm I'm a little bit younger than 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 y'all. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm still part of that '90s. You know, that '90s way. I ain't I ain't super late in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm uh, I'm '96 all the way. But I, my introduction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my introduction though. I'm gonna have to say probably Rockefeller. Uh, that, that was my introduction. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. And then see, like, and like I said, that was kind of like my introduction. But another thing that made me stand out was whenever I started getting older. And mind you, I'm still a kid. But by the time I hit like eleven, that's when I was like, oh, I need to go study all the shit before me. Like, I can't, you know, what I'm saying I can't just get caught up in this cash money shit. Like, I I need to really be going to go listen to Jay Z or listen to like you were saying, Outkast or whatever was popping before me, you know what I'm saying? So like I I really like put myself through school on a on a music history level, you know what I'm saying? Early. Like by the time by the time I was 12, 13, I'm listening to Reasonable Doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like listening to that shit word for word type shit. So like just having that 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 initiative or that ambition to like not get caught up in shit that I loved, you know what I mean? It's like, man, you know, I mean, there's other people out there other than BG and Wayne and shit, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, so, because, uh, you know, I, you know, a lot of people get stuck in their ways, bro, get stuck in only listening to they like what, what they like, you know what I'm saying, versus kind of being experimental. So I went through my East Coast phase of listening to a lot of Dipset and D-Block and G-Unit, and, you know what I'm saying, all that shit. Like, I went through that phase. Like, I went through my phase where, I was only listening to down south shit. I went through my phase where I was listening to a lot of West Coast shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, I think I think all that helped me musically though. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of people be damn near confused. Like, damn, bro, you ain't from California? You know what I'm saying? As far as when they hear my music and shit, and it's like, nah, but all that is just uh, uh, it's just proof that I studied this shit for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now that I think about it, it was um my dad introduced me to uh, Equimini. And it will Okay, okay. That song E T out of this yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are you A y'all? I like who the fuck? That shit was hard, bro. Yeah, those that nigga was hard, bro. Song, bro. Yeah. And I even when like, I went back and started doing when I started doing my history on Outcasts and Dudgeon Family and shit, I'm like Oh, these niggas just like me. Like these niggas grew up playing the drums or playing bass or whatever. Like these niggas was actual musicians and shit. So even though they shit was more experimental on the beats slightly, like they still had that soul in them. You know what I'm saying? One they down south, like, you know what I'm saying? And niggas just having that funk in them for real. So but yeah, bro, I'll cast I'll cast that shit, bro, for real. Yeah, yeah. So like as far as like producers. Would you say producers don't get enough credit? Cause um the beat and the sound is like the it's like the foundation for it. So would you say like they won't get enough credit? 
Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what I realize is I don't think that's going to ever change as far as, like, generalization of people appreciating a song. You know what I mean? Because you – I mean, when you hear a song, my mother probably love the beat, but they not thinking, damn, who made that beat? What's the producer name? You know what I'm saying? They trying to figure out who the artist is, especially if it's a new song. You know what I'm saying? They they more concerned with the artist. But I think with the information age, bro, and how content is king right now, like, us as producers, we got to say, fuck that and make these motherfuckers see what it is. You know what I'm saying? Make these motherfuckers see, hey, I made that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, producers don't get enough credit, bro, but I feel like to counter that, we got to make these motherfuckers feel it, bro. We got to make them see us. You know what I mean? So, um. That's what I try to be on. You know, I really don't I, I try not to get caught up in, oh man, they not they not shouting me out or you know what I mean, damn ain't nobody talking about how I made a beat shit. That's how, you know, I'd be like, fuck it, I'ma just assert myself. You know what I'm saying? Cause Thanks. after all, you know, if it's a song I produce shit, I got every right to talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and the song you own, shit, hey. Go ahead and um pop your shit, bro. Like Yeah, let them know, dog. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And 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 on some real shit, like, I still st- struggle with that shit time to time. Like, you know, a lot of, you know, a few of the homies be telling me, like, bro, you don't really, you don't really be asserting yourself too much, you know what I'm saying? Or you don't really be, like, in their faces for real. So, like, over the past, like, six months to a year, I've really been trying to work on that, you know what I'm saying? I think it's been working for real. <clears throat> it's crazy because whenever uh, I was in Houston, like, a month ago, you know what I'm saying, kicking it with less and shit, and he was telling me, he was like, man, one of the things that I liked about you, bro, he was like, bro, you motherfuckers was fucking with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I kind of see you was like really doing your thing, trying to like uh, get your face out there, get your name out there, your brand. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, like I'm on the right track. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, as far, and as far as the music industry, my nigga, like shit, perception is everything, bro. You know what I mean? Like that's it's one of the cold facts of this shit, you know what I mean? Like, integrity and all that other shit, like, it's definitely, I would say it's essential for niggas to have that, you know what I'm saying, or really move on some, like, righteous shit, but, like, perception, bro, that shit overshadow everything, bro, because, like, a motherfucker will fuck with you just because they think you doing some shit, or they think you that nigga, and people won't fuck with you because they may think you ain't that nigga or they may think your shit ain't hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So per- perception is everything, bro. But I think with that, at the end of the day, you still got to be true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, because it's a lane out here for everybody, bro. Like, you just got to find that shit. Exactly. Facts. All right. So let me ask you this, right? What's your advice for the young producers coming up as far as the business side? <clears throat> man, as far as the business side, man, learn everything you can about music publishing, music royalties, all that shit, man. Like, learn what BMI is, learn what ASCAP is, learn what uh, a performance rights organization is, you know what I'm saying? Learn what a song trust is learn what distro kid is like it's it's a lot of shit that producers don't know and you know if they just so happen get a hit song or whatever like they'll fuck themselves off early because they ain't no shit you know they done signed some shit you know what i'm saying so man like learn learn what 
learn what's yours as far as a song is concerned, especially if you didn't sample anything. If you ain't sample nothing, man, learn, bro, you got better do your due diligence, man, for real, because, like, I be seeing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, people haven't hit songs and, you know, a year go by, two, three years go by, and they'll tell a fucked up story on how they signed, they published in a way, because, you know, uh, this label offered them 10K, 20K, you know what I'm saying? Then they done signed some shit. Next thing you know, when that back end come in, you ain't getting shit. You know what I'm saying? Hope you ain't spend that 20. You know what I'm saying? So, and you definitely get a lawyer too, you know what I'm saying? When it comes time for like a big record, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of niggas are just sign some shit just because Universal hit them up. But it's like, man, bro, you got to get a lawyer on that. Like somebody that understand like different kinds of jargon and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be something as simple as a two-word phrase in a con- in a contract that'll mean the most damaging shit on your end. You know what I'm saying? So you know you never know, bro. Like you def- definitely learn what music publishing is. Learn what music royalties are. Like learn what a PRO is. Like learn all that shit. Like man, I'm talking about every day. Like embed that shit in your brain. That way, when it come time to start selling beats or you get a hit record or you about to do some business with a label you won't finesse yourself you know what i'm saying so uh, yeah it's breaking news for you young producers coming up man don't don't be hard-headed it's, it's just tomorrow's is an elder to be for you youngest <laughs> just don't be hard-headed and listen take everything soak that game for real mm-hmm. yeah. and um you independent right or you or you yeah, I'm independent, bro. Okay. I ain't signed nothing with nobody. I'm I'm 100 by myself, bro. So, Lord willing, I do get like that big Billboard top 10 record with Lil Dark or Money Bag or whoever. Like, shit, bro. I'm good to go. You know what I'm saying? I ain't signed to no publishing deals. <clears throat> I'm not signed to no artists. Like, I ain't I ain't got none of that going on. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm ready. Like, I'm I'm honestly I'm more than ready for for that time to start dealing with labels, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm it's crazy because I'm actually in contact with Motown right now. Like, they top dog on the A&R side, the VP of A and r uh, We ain't made no plays yet, but we we in contact with each other, on, you know, on, on the text basis, just, you know, going back and forth. But uh, like I said, Lord willing, I get to that point where it's time to start doing business with labels. I'm, I'm ready, bro, because I... I studied this shit, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know everything, but I know enough. Like, I know enough to make sure I'm going to get what I'm owed. Like, even if I got to wait for it. Because, you know, like, you know, a lot of times they'll dangle some money in your face. So you ain't got to wait. And then, you know, when that waiting period over and the big bag come, they going to get it. It's like, shit, I get a hit record. I can wait another nine to 12 months for that big bag to come on the back end. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I say, bro, every time, bro, I think you told me about the Motown thing. I said, yo, yesterday's yeah, yep, price man, like that. is not today's price. <laughs> On oh, God, bro. On oh, God, bro, for real. And I be having to remind myself of that shit. Like, man, like, at this point, shit, I done had Freddie Gills on the beat, Larry, Spitter, you know what I'm saying? A whole project with less, two whole projects with less. It's like, man, hey, nigga. Niggas is already paying, but like niggas, you know, if I up my price, niggas gotta respect it, bro. I mean, I, I'm I'm building my credentials <clears throat> to support my pricing. You know what I'm saying? 
And it's yeah. crazy because a lot of these niggas don't be wanting to pay for beats, bro. I'm talking about niggas that got bread or they flashing bread in the videos or, you know, talking big shit or whatever. Like, that's the irony. It's like, man, it be the niggas that can pay for a beat that don't be trying to pay for shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is, man. I ain't tripping, bro, because I just be looking at it like, man, I'm a, like, I'm coming for the gold, bro. Like, I got the win. So it's like, man. It's a hundred rappers, a hundred million rappers out here, man. So a nigga ain't trying to pay, man. Just keep it moving, bro. Real talk. A niggas gotta respect it, cause a nigga, a nigga won't pay for a beat, but they're charged for a feature. <laughs> How that work? You know what I'm saying? How that work in the ecosystem, bro? It don't. I ain't gonna say it don't, cause it do. Niggas be finessing all the time, but with me knowing the value of being a producer, it's like, man, bro, you got to pay, bro. You know what I mean? So. Whether I'm charging you a hundred dollars for a lease and a thousand to buy the beat outright, I mean, bro, you gotta you gotta respect it, bro. But you know, you you tripping, man, niggas don't don't be wanting to pay for beats. <laughs> you if you don't, if you if you don't pay for your beat, you's a lame ass nigga, cuz that's breaking news, man. Nah, for real. I mean, cause this niggas out here, bro, you can go on beat stars right now and get the hottest beat you ever heard in your life for fifty dollars. You can you can buy the lease for fifty dollars. Low, less than that, really, you know what I mean? Niggas is selling leases for $20, $25, bro. And, you know, individually, per, on a personal note, it may be the hottest beat you done ever heard. And spend that $20, bro. And then, you know, next thing you know, you got a hit song off a $20 beat. And, yes, of course, man. you know, you're going to break bread on the back end with the producer. But, I mean, like, bro, like, niggas don't be wanting to pay for beats, bro. And, like, producers, we can't let that shit slide, bro, for real. But hey, man, hey, shit. I 100%, I, I, I 100% feel you on that, bro. But hey, it's always, it's always more people, you know what I'm saying? Just leave yeah, that nigga. So, then, of course, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I ain't even mean to cut y'all, but what I was going to say, just to add to that, of course, you know, you got your exceptions, you know what I'm saying, as far as building a rapport with an artist, and, you know, y'all may work something out where, you know what? I ain't gonna charge you nothing on the front end. Let's uh, let's just collect some money on the back end and split it fifty-fifty. You know, you, you got your exceptions, but generally speaking, like just an average nigga from Ohio that just, that heard your shit and want to beat, man, charge that nigga, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But um, as far as like the, as far as like the next question, like, like what you got cooking up for the year twenty twenty two? Man, so uh, me and Les about to go on a run, bro. Uh, he really on some shit, like, bro. We might well just keep keep going, like. Yeah, right. clearly what we doing is working. So you know <laughs> what I mean. Let's let's keep it going. I'm like, <laughs> and it's funny because he was like, I mean, unless y'all don't want to do it no more. I'm like, nigga, what? Right, I nigga. get it. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we about to go crazy on these folks, man. So. Man, me and Les, uh, we we definitely gonna have some some shit coming this year, man. Uh, I don't really have a timeline yet, but we didn't already we didn't already talked about it. We about to we about to keep going. Uh, me and Monroe still working, you know. what I'm saying he just dropped some shit a couple weeks ago, you know, man, a single that I did. But uh, I'm not sure when his next album coming out, but I'm I'm definitely sure I got a few joints on there. So uh. Yeah, me and Monroe still locked in, man. Uh, shit, who else? Like I was saying earlier, me and Polyester, we locked in, bro. We got, like we got a couple joints already in the stash. Um, we actually just collabed on a beat like two nights ago too. Um, 
got some shit coming with him. Uh, also trying to keep my keep my name circulating as far as having my music placed in TV shows and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was in a couple TV shows last year. Uh, trying to keep that shit running. You know what I mean? And, and on a bigger scale, as far as being associated with my music being placed in an audio visual realm, like I'm really trying to fuck with these brands like Sprite and Nike and you know what I'm saying, whoever got the prime time slots on commercials and has some some music placed in there and in, in those uh, commercials as well. So uh yeah man, just trying to keep this shit going, bro. You know, that that's like that's like the, the main lineup right now though. Okay, bro. It seems like you got you got your shit. You got your shit figured out, bro. Man, you know, I just and I and bro, I appreciate that, bro. But on some real shit, bro, I really don't. I ain't got to figure it out, bro. I'm just it's just it's just certain shit I be knowing I gotta do, and it's like I do it, and it's like, man, let me stay consistent with it, though. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I ain't got it all figured out, bro. Like, I, but I I know where I'm trying to go with it, though. You know what I'm saying? If if, if that's what you meant for real, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely know like the end goal, you know what I'm saying, or or, or how I'm really trying to like get the world going. But you know, man, sometimes man, niggas make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes shit don't pan out the way you thought it would, but shit, the only way shit'll be over is if you stop at that point. So it's like ain't no point in stopping. You know what I mean? You gotta keep rolling. So Yeah, you always gonna make mistakes, bro, but you know, you gotta keep pushing. That's for sure. But yeah, this seems like that's that's about it, bro. Like, hey, like as always, bro. Appreciate you for uh, coming on the show, dog. For your second time, man. And don't let it be the last time. Hey, we, you always welcome on the show. Cause you the homie all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Y'all already know we locked in, man. So uh, again, bro, I appreciate the support, man. Uh, it's man, it's just funny, bro. Just looking at the music scene in North Carolina, like I be feeling like I'm on an island, bro, by myself. You know what I mean? And not saying niggas not fucking with me and shit, cause I definitely get support you know what i mean but i don't really be seeing nobody kind of making the same type of music i'm making so yeah definitely. i really think that's a good thing i didn't you know not even saying not even saying i'm on the island trying to find my way off it's just you know it's like damn you know what i mean i'm over here chilling you know what i mean so uh trying to keep this shit rolling bro like i said just trying to bring a, a new a new side to north carolina music bro to the forefront you know what i mean like let these niggas know like them boys smooth down there, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you know, I'd be probably thinking people be forgetting, like, all this shit starting the south, bro. Like, <laughs> as far as like music history and shit, like, we can go back to when jazz was really popping in the early 1900s and blues and all that. Like, these niggas was at the bootlegging and shit on the dirt road playing at the, at the bootlegging and shit, you know what I'm saying? Then going to church Sunday playing the piano, like. All that shit start out here, or you know, all the musicians from back then, like all of them got roots down here, and then they went out to Chicago or New York or wherever the case, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I be it's funny when people be surprised that I'm from here, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, man, if only y'all knew, bro. Like, we we really the gospel capital on some real shit, you know what I'm saying? So and with gospel music being like the foundation or like the root of all this. 
why wouldn't we have some smooth niggas making beats? You know what I'm saying? Because we got some of the most talented musicians in the world. But but you know, the trap shit is what's popping and you know, all that other stuff and uh what else? Uh pain music and all that shit, you know, all that yeah, like the, that's you know, that's what that's what the kids want, you know what I'm saying? Which you know, I ain't knocking it. I ain't knocking it at all, but it's like shit. Is I know it's gonna pay off to be different in the in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had this nigga. Well, was, I heard I heard a beat right. I heard a beat by uh, Buster Warren. That shit was so smooth, right? I'm like, <laughs> hey, I, I hit him up. I said, yeah, listen. Hey, listen. I'm with my lady. I got the windows down. <laughs> hey, I need that beat without that artist on it, dog. Cause that's how hard the fucking beat was. I ain't even need to hear the artist. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Hey, that's what I do it for, bro. You feel me? I appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that. I remember that. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Shit, but hey, before you go, bro, like, just want to let you know we're going to always support you. We're going to always get your name out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, hey, we really rocking with you, dog. I appreciate y'all boys, man, for real, bro. Uh man, like I said, bro, I'm gonna just keep going, bro. Like this this for all of us, bro. Like this for the <clears throat> this for the whole Carolinas, bro. So man, again, bro, I appreciate the support, man. Except for E, he from Virginia. Well, you, you, you can count. Oh e. man. Hey, but you know what? It's all good. <laughs> Cause bro, you know what I be doing. You know, you know what I be doing. I be I be on some shit. Like, I was say I'm I'm biased, so. I be saying Jodeci from North Carolina, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. technically speaking, <laughs> KC and JoJo from out here, but Dalvin and Devontae from VA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sure. you know, I mean, but they got ties in North Carolina too, though. Like I'm, I'm not sure if they actually stayed out here whenever they was younger. But uh, I know uh, them niggas met KC and JoJo met Dalvin and Devontae because both of them were like prodigy gospel singers and shit whenever they was like real young you know what i'm saying uh i forgot the group that casey and jojo was in when they was young i forgot the other group Devonte and Dalvin was in but like they met on like the gospel circuit you know like going to different churches and you know what I'm saying you may have like guest choirs and stuff like that so they met like that you know what i mean but uh yeah man it's all good he from va man shit Devonte and Dalvin is too but shit bro i be saying them boys from north carolina fuck all that <laughs> yeah, hey, we all shit, we all, we all down south at the end of the day. Shit. No, for sure, bro. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, before you go, who you want to shout out, bro? Man, shout out my dog Les, bro. E30 doing well, man. He just hit me last night on the text, said we done passed like a million streams already. So Damn. Damn. Man, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's yeah, producer that motherfucker will top the bottle. Damn, <laughs> the bottom, bro. You know what I mean. So, again, like I said, we 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 see this shit working. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, man, I pre and I appreciate them, bro. Really, just taking a chance on me because, you know, I mean, not to say, you know, I was a nobody prior to working with him, but you know, I mean, as far as I hadn't really dealt with an artist on on that level yet. Even with him being underground and independent, like he's still a, a household name. Like he. You know what I'm saying? He done put in his work to become a, a OG in this shit at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, man, for him to just take that chance and 
had me produce the whole thing, bro. Like that shit, it really, it really changed everything, bro. As far as like really getting my name out there. And it's funny because like the first time we was interacting with corresponding and shit, he told me immediately. He was like, bro, we doing an album, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you know, niggas to say shit sometimes, and you know, sometimes shit may not come into fruition, but. For him, for that to be one of our initial conversations that, nah, bro, we doing an album. And then, you know, fast forward, not even a year later, we got an EP and the album, man. I'm like, man, this nigga solid, bro. So, shout out to Les, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Monroe. Shout out to everybody on TFM. You know what I mean? Shout out Larry. Man, shout out to everybody fucking with me as far as support and shit, bro. Like, it, it really feel good to have niggas on my side, you know what I'm saying? Or people telling me, like, nah, bro, like, you really got some shit, though. You know what I'm saying? So, I appreciate everybody rocking with me, bro. For sure, man. E, who you want to shout out? Shit, man. Tavares, of course. Shout out my boy T right here. Tavares, George. My dog, appreciate you. Already, shout out to, you know, my all my loved ones. You know, shout out to wife. Gotta shout her out. Nah, there you go. Um, moms, pops. My grandma, that's my that's my that's my lady right there, you know what I'm saying? Grandma always the lady. Um yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. What about you? Uh shout out to Tavares, man. Shout out to my my boy. Always like stopping by to chop it up with him. Uh, shout out to uh all my loved ones. You know what I'm saying? That always tune in to me. So um Oh, man, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get out of here without shouting out my grandma too, my nigga. Like that's my lady too. That's my right hand right there, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got all my game from her as far as music is concerned. Like everything started with her, bro, and being in that church, bro. Like she put me on that drum set early. Like she, she really, she really the the one responsible for me being out here doing my thing as far as the music side of things. You know what I mean? Like she, uh. She definitely was like, bro, she coached me, you know what I'm saying? Supported me, bro. She ain't never tried to steer me away from this shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hell yeah, man. So shout out to my grandma too, bro. She a gangster. Thanks. Exactly. Shout out shout out to my grandma, even though, like, she uh, she passed. So she passed last year. But I can, I can actually say that, you know, she started me off in the church because I, I was in the choir singing. So that's how, you know. I got my musical influences from her. So Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in you know peace, man. Yes, sir. Rest in peace, man. Peace mom. Sure. But yeah, but um we out, man. Like and as always, uh you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iTunes Desktop, SoundCloud. So, you know, we everywhere, man. So go on and listen to that that new less yeah. out now. Produce top to bottom. E30. E30. Produce top to bottom. that motherfucker, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. But we already had over a million already. We it ain't even been out a month yet, man. So shit. Damn. God damn. So I had an anniversary say, like you see, he's, he's some shit like that. Make you do the ugly face. God damn. Man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, man. But yeah, man, we out, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs>